Sounds like a party. Dude, speaking of, we should have a big underground party here. I've heard yeah. people have been doing that. Basement you know? rave. Get a lot of people together. Seance no mask. Dude, actually, uh, the oh, chain smokers did it. And lead by example, you know. I mean, the chain smokers the chain is the cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must be all right, man. That seems like a good group of guys, you know? The chain smokies? Yeah. Yeah. They all smoke Dijon blacks, too. They're cool <laughs> as fuck. They bought well, the last supply. I actually heard chain, <laughs> chain smoker number two actually switched to clove. Yeah, well, yeah. thank God. It's probably better for you. Dijon Blacks, they just wreak havoc on your fucking lungs. <laughs> we were talking about that 70s show, and a lot of people know that Hyde, uh, now convicted rape man, a lot of people don't know, Red Foreman did... <laughs> convicted war criminal. He did the May Lie Massacre in And then when somebody tried to whistleblow, he got him kicked dishonorably discharged from the military. Yeah. Google it. Chain of command. Don't break yeah. it. <laughs> Don't break it. Yep. <laughs> like you're gonna get, you know, you're going to get a boot in your ass. That's where that's where the, that tagline uh -huh. came from. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Fucking Toby Keith. <laughs> yeah. Hyde took it seriously, and he put some boots and some booties. <laughs> yeah. And he did not, they did not consent. Uh, yeah, there's plenty I don't of know if that's okay to put. <laughs> all right let's all right, mark restart it down. Yeah. one minute into the podcast <laughs> we need to cut the booty the boot booty b squared boot booty we were talking well before we started recording we were talking about the russian deep state and i actually had a run-in recently where i opened my mailbox must have been two three days ago and there was a letter in there oh my god I, you remind me of yeah. something i have a great story it happened to you too i know you were telling me about <laughs> it and it was written, and it said, To Casey, happy birthday from Meemaw. Love Meemaw, my grandma Pat. And I open it. And I got one, too, if you guys are following. Yeah. <laughs> he also gets one every year from my Meemaw Pat. And I'm expecting a Target gift card, like, every year. So I pop it open, and it says, <laughs> Enjoy the anthrax, <laughs> hyphen, Richard Kolklinski, the Iceman killer. And then and another hyphen... <laughs> <laughs> Another the Polish sausage. Yeah, the Polish sausage himself, the frozen sauce. And then another pair of parentheses, parentheses that said Grimace. So it said, enjoy the anthrax. Love Richard Kolklinski, the Iceman killer from Grimace. So I got really sick, and then Kat got it. And then I know you got one too, and it made you sick, made your nippies fall off. Yeah, fell clean off, dude. I'm like <laughs> Kyle XY now. <laughs> Like fucking Smallville. Yeah. There's no belly buttons. You think it's a game, dude? You think the Rona's serious? Dude, my belly button fell off my body. I'm smooth now. I'm completely smooth. Hairless. You think you're self-conscious at the pool? Think again, idiot. You moron. At least you got a pair of pepperages. <laughs> I was watching this new Netflix show today about like weird sports or something. And there was one in Italy and they do like gladiator form of soccer. And all the Italian dudes, this is the only thing I could focus on. And this super cool sport had super sharp nipples. <laughs> it was like they've evolved. To oh, have it was a, a war tactic. Yeah, they have war nipples. <laughs> yeah, you get you get skin on skin. Person with the sharpest nips cuts. Yeah, you, you know, you cover them in gorilla glue. That way you can sharpen them. <laughs> Yeah, they got fucking war nips. Hey, you epoxy. <laughs> That's why epoxy, Rome. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Rome could conquer the whole fucking modern world. Mm -hmm. 
you get close because back in those days, you know, it was all hand to hand combat. Mm -hmm. If you bring your in, and this is a regular fighting technique, you bring your opponent in close mm -hmm. so you can control the narrative, you know? Yeah. Right? That's what they say in the media. Keep them tight. Yeah, you keep them tight. And you can just nip scrape them, you know, you chafe them up real bad, light, light scratches, you yeah. know, it's, it's really uncomfortable. And, you know, you scratch them once and you're rubbing on them, you know, it irritates it. Yeah, because you're sweaty. Yeah. And then, you know, they back up because they can't handle it anymore. Ow, it hurts. Then yeah. you got room, knife. Yeah, knife to knife the throat. Room. And then you put your nipples into the wound, let your nips drink the blood to fucking grow more. Yeah, it's opposite nipples. Instead of your nipples letting things out, these nipples suck in. They need to feed every 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Every 27 years for You ever seen a nipple days. feeding on a baby? Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, it's unpleasant. <laughs> That's why Italy's in the situation they're in right now, frankly. Yeah. Every 27 years, the nipples need to feed. Yeah, I, it's funny because they're not talking about this in the news. Um... Italy just kind of sank into the ocean. You know, it sunk into the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. And now it's just Pope Island. <laughs> the, the Pope had the highest fucking bedroom. Yeah. So it's him just eight feet above seawater. <laughs> above sea level. And it's kind of like a, like a lake gospel that they do in the south where all the boats drive up to a floating, <laughs> floating church service. And he's been, since all his constituents, most of them died, he's been a lot cooler. So he's been playing really cool music for everybody on their boats and shit. So he's been pretty tight. Yeah, he's like Merle Haggard. Yeah. yeah he's been jamming out. <laughs> Fucking Devo. Yeah. He's a cool, he's got cool taste in music. He's a neat guy. It's really eclectic. B-52's only the first couple albums. Oh. Wild, wild Country. Dude, so unrelated, but kind of related. I thought about this the other day, and it's... <laughs> super funny um so back in high school or like i guess this this related to the russian deep state mm -hmm. so this this got tied back into my life <laughs> 10 years after the fact so we were in our our friend's basement you know in our our house that we all were degenerates in and it's like the rest of the group went to go to like wendy's or some bullshit so it was like me <laughs> And like Khalil and this other dude. You remember Noah? Yeah, Spicer. Yeah. yeah. So he was he was there and this is like when I, I didn't really even know him, but he was like a huge drug dealer. He was like a drug kingpin. Yeah. And he was and he was like what? a young boy. Yeah. He, he but he must have been what, three years older than us? Yeah, so he's like seventeen. So yeah, like, like you 18. think and you think those guys are gods, you know? Uh, like they're older than you, they adult now. If you have two ounces of weed, I'm fucking I'll goddamn shine your shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Khalil like went upstairs for something, right? And we were high as shit. <laughs> like we've been smoking for like hours and I'm fucking blitzed out of my school though. And he like kind of like gets on his like, puts his like hands on his knees and kind of like leans in towards me. And he's like, listen, dude, I got to tell you something because you seem like you're pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, I know, I know some people. And they work or like they're like Russian operatives. <laughs> and since the end of the Cold War, Russia has been sending soldiers to America to blend in with like, you know, just be regular citizens. And when they get their mark, they will attack from the inside. <laughs> like like and, Red Dawn. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and there's there's about a hundred to two hundred thousand Russian operatives in the United States right now. 
and it scared <laughs> the shit out of me. That stuck with it, you for many years because you talked about that a lot. <laughs> it ruined me, man. Dude, I it scared the shit out of me. He had no I right was to so be doing high that. and he was a big drug dealer and he's telling me this like He's got the Under, insider. Yeah, this fucking like <laughs> underground bullshit, dude. And I'm like, this is real. Holy <laughs> shit, man. They're going to beat us. They're going to win. It's going to be Russia. And now years later, once you know it, we're pretty much Russia. It's weird what sticks in your brain when you're high as fuck. Because I had several times on Robitussin where I'd tell myself I was like a bee or something. And then for a week, bro, even when the Robitussin wore off, part of me thought like, I'm a bee and nobody's ever going to understand, bro. <laughs> and it and it hurts to have to live with that kind of shit. Yeah, Casey had a really really traumatizing <laughs> experience watching B movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was on Robotussin, Jerry Seinfeld's voice. He recognized the voice, but it was B talking. It clicked. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't separate reality from Pixar anymore and he says, "I'm B." I'm B-man. Yeah, he came to school the next day and was just like, yeah. Weird part is that semester I got straight A's. Uh, it's weird because as a kid, I always grew up, my parents were watching Seinfeld. So I think part of my brain associated his voice, he's daddy. So daddy B, baby B. So I thought I was baby B. Which <laughs> I thought I was B squared again, baby B. Yeah. And it just was a whole can of fucking B worm. Casey, I got to go back to the fact that you said you got straight A's. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. Because you could have, you know... You're a B. Missed opportunity. No, it was a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Because it was, it, what, is that meta? Is that what meta is? Yeah, well, I was throwing them off the scent. I was, okay. it was a misdirection. Yeah, a red herring. A, a, being meta might be joking about being a B when you're a B or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Which, man, being a B is crazy, but you actually are a B. <laughs> you know? Man, being that's how B's talking. Yeah. They're starting to learn English. And when they fucking master it, you better watch out because yeah, they'll they're go evolving. The, they'll go in the cords and your fucking telephone is living there. Yeah, bugging. what do you guys think is going to happen? We've been trying to wipe the bees off this face of the earth for the last 30 years. What mm. happens when we fail and the bees take over? And they form a big Megatron of bee. Yeah, the bee militia. Voltron. And they, they are huge two-ayers, you know? <laughs> they love their guns. They do training in the woods. They got a couple ex-military guys that kind of lead the whole oppo, you know, <laughs> talking bees with rifles, bees storming our town, sting and shoot. And that's what they say. That's what the leaders say. I read this in a dossier. It said <laughs> it was left on his desk. Yeah, Operation Sting and Shoot. It said, "Do not read. <laughs> read at your own risk." And they put stuff in the water. That's what fluoride does, makes us all allergic to bees. So one day they can fucking break out and give us all a big sting. Yeah, they sting. They, they, I mean, there's got to be at least one bee for every person. There's you know? got to be. There's got to be. Got to be. Hey. Yep. Wee whoop. I've been fucking, goddamn. If I get called a cuck one more time by fucking Grimace, I swear to God, I'm going to have a, <laughs> a mad attack. He keeps sending Casey butt plugs. Yeah, and he says, for your wife, cuck. Have fun watching, cuckman. <laughs> cuckman Sanders. And he keeps saying, and then he puts in parentheses, like Colonel Sanders. And it's like, I fucking get it. I get it, dude. I get it. You got me. Fucking yeah. Shit. Grimace loves fried chicken. <clears throat> it's one of his favorite things. Uh, you know, there's... We've talked about this before, how Grimace has influenced the course of human history over the millennia. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just him being a, 
you know, invincible being that can time travel and dig really big holes. Um, yeah. But Grimace has also learned from us, you know? It's been a game of give and take. And he specifically has an infatuation with American culture, if you will. Uh, he was quite quite flabbergasted when we decided to just start cooking things in straight oil, you know? <laughs> yeah, he was hoping, he thought he was the only one, because he used to put rock in oil <laughs> and, and make it easier to chomp. Yeah, oil bones, that was his yeah. favorite. Dino bone, that's where oil comes from, mineral yeah. fucking uh, uh, fossil fuels. Yeah, you put dino bone in canola oil, it turned it turns to uh, crude oil. Yeah, you leave a cannoli in a bucket of oil too long, it'll become a dinosaur bone. <laughs> yeah, it'd fall underneath the ground, then you put it in your lawnmower and cut your grass. <laughs> Circle of cannoli. <laughs> Go inside, cool off with a nice chilled cannoli. <laughs> the cannoli. Hey, how's that ricotta cheese? <laughs> Wipe your forehead with it. A nice moist cannoli. And what I used to do is I used to use cornbread for the outside of the cannoli. So you can use it to mop the sweat off your fucking big forehead. See, that's funny because what uh, my grandma, when I'd get home from uh, from baseball practice, she yeah. she'd put a fresh cannoli on the back of my neck, cool me <laughs> off. You know, you take a seat. Then. And she'd say she'd uh, she'd take a butter knife and she'd just kind of spread ricotta cheese on my wrists <laughs> it was like icy hot yeah, yeah. It was then like, she'd shovel rigatone and, and down my throat and i choked three <laughs> times <laughs> you have a fucking ripped esophagi yeah that's multiple he's got two esophagus yeah i've got the biggest throat this side of the mississippi a lot of people have esophaguses but i was actually born with a sarcophagus so i have <laughs> a very small mummy in my throat and he <laughs> he kind of takes all my food like a parasite <laughs> <laughs> like those beetles that eat fish's tongues and they sit in their mouth, eat all fish food, fish die. Casey got a mummy tongue. <laughs> yeah, I got a mummy. Well, I did it on purpose, actually, to be truthful. It's kind of like the tapeworm method where you eat yeah. a tapeworm, you eat all your food, get skinny. But this time, it a very old Egyptian pharaoh named Sphinxus. See, the issue is Casey thought that, you know, mummy eat the food, mummy get big, fat, happy, he'd take mummy out of his throat. But yeah. what he failed to realize is... Mummy live in throat. Mummy eat the food. Mummy shit down Casey throat. <laughs> it's a it's and a it, one man human centipede. <laughs> it's it's like a Russian doll situation, but with mummy inside Casey's throat. If you popped my head off, I would live for up to four or five hours because the Egyptian mummy is just kind of fused to my torso at this point. It's it's crazy. You guys should see it. Sometimes after it, Casey eats like a big meal, and mummy get big happy. <laughs> Casey kind of lock up. His mouth open up real high. His his eyes roll backwards and fucking blue light shoot out of all his orifices. And he just starts speaking fucking ancient Egyptian tongue. I started speaking Mesopotamian. Yeah, bro. I heard him recite the whole Dead Sea Scrolls one time, man. It was nuts. It's like that scene out of fucking The Fourth Kind. He didn't levitate. That part was fake. But the lights shooting out of the eyes and mouth. Uh, Mesopotamian, uh, Dead Sea Scrolls. I uh, claimed to know Moses. Yeah. Uh, it was a whole thing. He said he won, who part Red Sea, let Moses cross, he collect all fish. He loved eating fish. Yeah. Moses beat Casey's mummy in an arm wrestling battle, and now there is a uh, permanent grudge. Yeah, and now he tried to live forever so he can be able to grow legs big enough to walk to Moses' grave and stomp on his skeleton. <laughs> Uh, and it's crazy because if I eat enough, and this has only happened a couple times, like if I eat a whole Little Caesars like pizza by myself, meat trio, 
the mummy will stick his head out of my throat. And he's always wearing a bathrobe and fucking Ray-Bans. And he goes, oh, that's a good flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Only five ninety nine. It seems like he works for some sort of Little Caesars conglomerate. Yeah. That's a good flavor. Yeah. I mean, it's an incredible marketing te- technique. You know? It is a long con because it's been 25 years and it came up <laughs> twice. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> but you best believe it has a lasting impact on the people that see oh, it. You know, oh, Those motherfuckers will be scared to eat anything but Little Caesars <laughs> for the rest of their life, lest the mummy return. You know, they say, they say in big business, it's better to have a repeat customer than many single customers. <laughs> You know, you get a customer for life that's going to beat out 500 single customers. Oh, yeah. So you got this one dude. He only eats Little Caesars pizza. <laughs> he gets an XL pizza, six ninety nine. It lasts him for dinner. He don't eat no breakfast. He eat for lunch. Rinse, wash, repeat. Sometimes he gets a meat trio. Sometimes pet. Sometimes he gets even a Little Caesars Supreme. Maybe some cheesy sticks. Yeah, get wild know? bread. Crazy bread. Crazy bread. Crazy bread. Yeah, but uh, the point is, you only eat Little Caesars because there's no other option because the only other option is death. (laughs) It's crazy because the little mascot of Little Caesars is actually Emperor Nero, uh, who was known for mass genocide of Christians. He started the persecution. And you can see it in the little corner. We go, pizza, pizza. There's a little trademark, and it goes, ancient. It says trademark company that own it, ancient times. So it's Nero. And his family's still getting fucking uh, residuals. Yeah, it was crazy because back in the 70s when Little Caesar started, you know how he goes, pizza, pizza, and he kind of stabs? Mm -hmm. It it had Jesus on the cross, and he was poking him in the ribs, and he goes, pizza, pizza. Heretic, heretic. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Pepperoni. He fucking stabbed him with his cat of nine tails, you know? (laughs) He said heretic, he said pepperoni, he said false prophet, he said one true God, Nero. (laughs) And uh, the business floundered. Yeah. It hit a real flat spot. Then they took the Jesus out of things because, coincidentally, America is a Christian nation. <laughs> if you guys didn't know that. As luck would have it. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Also, Burger King, the king is fucking King Leonidas from Sexy 300. You know, Spartans used to have sex together. I thought it was King Leopold. Leopus. And Leopold loved the rubber. <laughs> He said, I go to Congo, I get all the rubber, I make a bouncy balls. <laughs> I put it in our chicken sandwich. <laughs> half rubber, half chicken, all $5. <laughs> yeah, fucking Leonidas. The Spartans used to want each other to have sex, build stronger bonds. You can look it up. Yeah? They had sex with each other to be stronger warriors. Everyone? The men. Uh, the warriors used to have sex uh the higher-ups thought it... One, it was probably hot. One, they probably thought it was hot because they're all strong. One, yeah, it was hot as yeah. shit. I mean, goddamn, they're, they're ripped as hell. And they all move slow-mo, so when they fucking... <laughs> goddamn, you see the fucking cheeks That's popping. fucking 4K, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 4K cheek slapping? Bunch of Spartans? No, Dude, any, any civilization you're going to go up against, you get on the front lines and you guys just start fucking each other, they're going to give up. Yeah, they're going to be scared shitless. I mean, that's that's just brute strength. You know, mm-hmm. it if takes they, a man to fuck a man. You know, yeah. You think about it, dude. They fuck each other that hard. What are they going to do to you, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Just fucking lay down the towel, baby. <laughs> and you're so closeted, you're not ready to be to fuck like that public. Everybody's <laughs> gay before five hundred. A D. 
was trying to think of the Jesus years. Oh, Jesus time? <laughs> Jesus AD. I yeah. think it's CTE now, which is everybody got concussion. I think it is CTE. I think it is Current CTE. time era? Yeah. But everybody used to have yeah, a cause scientists, concussion. Yeah, because scientists don't want you to know about Jesus. <laughs> no, they won't forget. Wait, what year was it? Well, when, what's the relation to Jeezy? <laughs> to young Jeezy. That's what I call Jesus. One Jesus? <laughs> one after Jesus? Okay. <laughs> what are we talking? Eight, nine after Jesus? <laughs> oh, man. I think of everything in relation to when Christ died on the throne. <laughs> on the big throne. That was the worst throne ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the kind of throne There's you want. There's no Game of Thrones. No Throbus. The mountain. It was game of torture. Game of Torbus. In caves. Nabus. Yeah. yeah. So are you familiar with the uh, the alternative Jesus theory? The Japanese Jesus theory? I think we talked about it last week with Nick Daniels. Really? We talked about it again. Yeah, the oh. Japanese Jeezy. We yeah. did talk about so it last week. So they stuffed Jesus in cave. Cave happened to be one of the caves that Grimm has burrowed. Mm. Uh, they stuffed Jesus in the cave. He wake up. Grimma say, listen, dude, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to shapeshift into you and go back into town. I'm going to kill everyone that ever said anything bad about you. <laughs> As the Holy Then Ghost. I'm going to shoot into the sky, disappear. People think you God. Okay? But here's what you're going to do. While I'm over here, while I'm over here doing this, you're going to go to Japan. Cool become, down. Become a rice farmer. Yeah, lay low for a lay while. Lay low for about 10 years. <laughs> And Jesus did it. He listened. He said, you know, I like Japan. Japan's a lot cooler. I like the rice. I like the teriyaki chicken. Shoguns. Yeah, I like sword. Um, <laughs> big sword. He stay. He stay forever. Big salamander back then. They had, oh, big they had the biggest. Salamanders. They still have the big salamanders. They got the giant salamander. He lay in creek. Hard to find. <laughs> Hard to find. They probably had dragons back then, too. It's on the maps. Yeah. It's on the maps. Because that's what the dragons were was Jesus. It was Jesus with a couple of claws. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus grows nails real long. You grow hair real long. You fly through the sky. Scratch people. Grimace goes, say, "Fucking dragons, <laughs> fucking dragons, baby." Grimace goes, "Hey, I want you to lay down a little bit, but life ain't gonna be so easy. I'm making you 40 feet tall, hoss, and you got some claw now, brother. Figure it out. <laughs> and when you get a little bit steamed, you breathe a little bit of fire. It brother. was the genie. It was the genie paradox. Yeah, you know." Yeah, it's a gin scenario. Yeah, yeah uh, Grimace <laughs> says you can die, you can go into the afterlife and be king of the heavens. Or you can live, I make you into Dragon Man. <laughs> no one ever seen you before, everyone could be terrified. But you can fly and you can live. Jesus say, obviously I'd be Dragon Man, please. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Next question. <laughs> Next question, Professor. I live in Holland Mountain and I have a bunch of gold like Smaug. <laughs> Any other Schmaug. stipulations? Smaug. Smurg. Smurgenbergen. Hobbits. I wish I found one. I'd keep it. Yeah? Wouldn't let him go. What'd you do with him? Keep him in my closet. Yeah? Chain him up with belts. <laughs> <laughs> Make him do little hobbit stuff for me. Yeah? Just whenever I'm not working. Because mm -hmm. if he's loose, he's probably going to be fucking making mead in the living room. <laughs> and they mischievous. Stinking the whole house up making butter and mead. Yeah. Butter beer. That way, fucking um, Harry Potter. Fucking <laughs> Potoms, man. Yeah, big Potoms. Fucking Butterbean, the big fat boxer who beat yeah. up Johnny Knoxville. Then your mom come in and you say, "What's this?" And it, it make big stink in the living room. 
What's all this There's mean? shit everywhere, man. There's <laughs> butter all over the carpet. And this is back in the 80s, too, so it was all shag, baby. <laughs> you try and scrub... You, listen, I dare you. Try and scrub butter out of a, out of a shag carpet. Yeah, I wish a fucker would. <laughs> I wish a fucker would try to scrub him poop out of a shag. Dude, they used to make war criminals scrub butter out of shag carpet, <laughs> and Geneva Convention came in, and Geneva said... No. Not even that's allowed, Not even, man. no. <laughs> Not even these dudes deserve that. Dude, Geneva was a really cool guy. <laughs> he was he was tight as fuck. Yeah. He had seven arms. He was the blue guy from Hinduism. <laughs> Wait, that's Shiva. Uh, either way. <laughs> either way, both of them are pretty cool with me. Yeah, Hobbit. You let him out too soon, man. Yeah, he's going to be pooping, pissing. Because they don't want to poop in the dark, so you keep him in the dark, he won't poop, he'll bottle it up. So whenever you want to be nice to him, let him in the light, put him in the bathtub, and he'll fill it. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that to use it against your enemies, whatever you want. Yeah. Poop I mean, trash just... bag. <laughs> poop bag. Poop bag. <laughs> Hobbit poop bag. Use it as a catapult. Mm-hmm. Throw it at your neighbors who play too much music. Mm-hmm. Leave cigarettes on a carport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy Richard are you smoking again <laughs> no honey what you don't know is that this marriage was almost torn apart by <laughs> A the wife's gross disgust with smoking and B Richard's outrageous nicotine habit <laughs> he quit because those were the conditions that he, she would marry him mm-hmm. uh, years later Casey lives next door uh, he have Hobbit <laughs> Hobbit go next door, smoke cigarettes deliberately in their driveway, put the cigarette butts in little cracks in between the concrete. You know? Yeah. He put them out in there, so they kind of kind of hidden. But if you look, they're there. Yeah, she, she so, noticed them eventually. Yeah, Diane noticed. She says, Richard, you know what our deal was. And she fucking just packs up and leaves with the kids. Hobbit watch from the attic window. He laugh. <laughs> he laugh. <laughs> he laugh. He pick his big toenails. <laughs> Another marriage torn apart. Bilbo was my dad. <laughs> I'm little Bilbus. <laughs> I'm little Bildern. <laughs> I smoke on other people's driveways <laughs> and I tear marriages apart. And sing songs of merriment with Samwise Gamges. <laughs> and we like salt. <laughs> we like salted pork, I think, is a part of the movie. <laughs> Smallman. Smallman's journey to the center <laughs> of the universe. Lord of the Rings 4, <laughs> colon, Smallman's journey to the center of the goddamn universe. <laughs> Written by J.R.R. Tulbin. <laughs> Tilbus. Tilbus. <laughs> His illegitimate son. Yeah. With Rachel Tilbus. These are all unpublished books, guys. So you gotta you gotta buy them on the dark web. Yeah. It's all on fucking creepypasta. <laughs> it's free, but you gotta pay me. Yeah, you gotta pay me first, I give you a URL. Yeah. Then I am, give me a cut of it. I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> Crystal You skull. can email me at my hotmail address. <laughs> hey, y'all any any of y'all still use AOL? Any fans out there? AOL? Garlic a- AOL. Yeah, that was a cool one. AOL was a good one. Good chat rooms. Yeah, I used to chat with a lot of older men. They taught me tricks. <laughs> yeah, they, they taught me good websites to look up animals and stuff when I was a kid, and I'd click it. It was porn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
He's, I, I say, I, I go on a chat forum because I, I liked handiwork when I was seven years old. And I say, hey, how can I build a deck? <laughs> you know, trying to build a deck and then stain it. And he says, uh, hey, uh, well, I'll come over and show you for free. <laughs> Granted, deck is one letter off from dick. So it was, yeah. he was within his rights. But he point. came over and we actually built a, uh, a gazebo instead. But my parents were pissed. <laughs> Because the gazebo was in the middle of our kitchen. They said, what are we going to do with this? And we built it in the house. So we couldn't get it out the door. It was too big. You had to dismantle you know? it. Yeah. Yeah. I say, I see B, And I go and I fall asleep on the couch. It's big day for me. So my parents had to disassemble the whole thing and take out all the raw material. And, and then we had a bunch of wood left over and they didn't know what to do. They tried to return it to Lowe's and they said, no, this has screw holes in it. You can't take it. You're going to have to sell us for scrap or leave it on the side of Herdsville like everybody else. <laughs> and then when your parents walked in, they were like, Pierce, what the fuck? And like you, right before you were talking to your friend from the internet and you turn to your parents and you're like, what? It was Brian's idea. And you turn to Brian, he's gone. It's just <laughs> you, bro. It looks like you built this whole fucking perfect carpenter gazebo. They say, how'd you even get the funds and the mode of transportation? Uh, Brian did it. <laughs> There's just a smoldering black hole where Brian once was in the floor. <laughs> he melted like a piece of coal. <laughs> it turns out it was Smallman. <laughs> it was a Smallman trickster spirit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Smallman builder. <laughs> it was another Smallman leprechaun. Just fucking trying to get you to learn carpenters. Tools of the trade, baby. That's what he said. <laughs> he, he left said, tools of the trade, and then he took a hit from his crystal meth pipe. Back to Hobbitsville. Then he went in the bathroom and he picked scabs. <laughs> Do you guys have any face lotion? <laughs> Comes out and, it, and it's it's zinc sunblock, so his <laughs> face is all white like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> like Mark Zuckerberg doing white face. Yeah. You see that? Yeah, I did. That's a great picture. <laughs> I've, been try I've tried to reference that a couple times recently and nobody knew what I was talking about. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, why don't y'all Instagram me more? You look funny <laughs> on this fucking snowboard on the water. <laughs> Surfboards. He say, I snowboard on the water, but the snow on my face, because I got white face. <laughs> snow on the bluff, more I'm like snow Yeti. on the face. Yetis. Fear me. <laughs> Let me abduct us. On my flyboard, and I'm in Greece I, or something. I chase Sherpas on Everest. <laughs> Yetis. <laughs> Sherpas. Well, um, I it'd be fun to do Grimace vs. Hobbitsville. Oh, yeah. Uh, we could do that. Uh, Hobbitsville? You mean Small Hobbit? Yeah, Small Hobbit. Smallman? Hobbitsville, Smallman. <laughs> so, so we're about seven minutes away from 40 minutes. We can make it. Oh, yeah. We could we do it. We got it. Hobbitsville, Smallman. Uh... Let's just knock it out. How about fucking Smallman and Grimace fucking roll a big fat spliff? Okay, let's do that. Okay, <laughs> fucking, all right, man. Fucking, <laughs> fucking studio apartment, Manhattan, New York. <laughs> fucking, there's a knock on the door, and a, a Chinese man delivers food to a very small man. <laughs> and he's like, the Smallman tip him, but he tip him like a dollar. And the Chinese guy's like, what the fuck, man? That's not even worth it coming all this way. And Smallman shut the door in his face and turn around, and Grimace is just straight lounging on the couch. So <laughs> they're two best friends. But <laughs> Grimace has his own fucking couch. He's big like Jabba the Hutt. He'd take up the whole couch like a slug, and he also moist. 
It's a couch made out of fucking plastic, like a grandma couch. <laughs> like a Polish grandma couch you're not allowed to sit on. <laughs> and fucking Smallman go over, and he said, Chinese retto. And he fucking put it on the table, and it fucking knocks a little bit. They had all their fucking keef grinded up, and it fucking knocks it on the floor, and Grimace is like, which means like fucking... Come on, man. Don't puff it so pass it or whatever. It's some weed thing. <laughs> Don't puff it so much you pass off it or whatever. And Smallman's like, my mistake, Mr. Grimby. And Grimby grabs him by the crown of his head, unscrew it, fucking lick his brain. <laughs> fucking put his head back on. And he goes, which means you're rolling the big one tonight, buddy. I'm fucking too torched for this shit. Put on Top Gun. I'm ready to have a good time with my best friend, Smallman. <laughs> And he tickle his pits. Smallman start doing a jig. And he's fucking dancing around. He dancing on the ceiling like Lionel Richie. Grimace tickle him again. He go back to rolling the blunt. <laughs> then what happened, Pierce? Smallman starts rolling up, right? <laughs> so they do a little like quadruple paper deal because you know these fuckers straight up blazed. Mm. You know? You got four rolling papers all stuck together. Big super joint. Smallman start rolling. He start grinding up that gubble kush. You know, that's a special weed that he grew in his fucking underneath his sink called gubble kush. <laughs> and he starts putting it in. Then Smallman pulls out of his little satchel, you know, his Smallman satchel. Pulls out a fucking goddamn bag of Tops tobacco. Starts putting it up. Oh? Fucking rolling a big old fat spliffer. Grimace <laughs> kind of awakens from his stupor. He says, hey, my minerva. Say, what's this bullshit? Bro, only Kush. Small, small men go, um, I'm sorry. Uh, we put a tobacco in the spliff where I'm from. Grimace go, Bardemner. Says, bro, you fucking tripping, dog, dude. We only straight, straight blaze Kush here. You wouldn't realize it, but Grimace is actually vehemently against tobacco. His grandpa died from lung cancer. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, bro, dude, you, uh, uh, Grimace go, which mean dude you put a fucking i swear to god dude if i find a single leaf in this blunt bro i'm a straight i'm a straight not kick it anymore dude like not chill smallman get fucking pissed he grumble real hard under his breath but you know there's a road that could be met in between so smallman say well now we're going to have half the volume, so you better fucking pitch in if you want this fucking big daddy smushy to be a fucking big blazer. <laughs> Grimace goes, mur, nur, nur. said, bruh, you owed me from the last sesh, man. You're rolling up tonight. This is your, your shit. And Smallman go, we don't have enough gubble kush for all of us. <laughs> Tensions start getting hot, dude. It's getting a little wild, dude. Top Gun's in the background. Fucking Goose just got killed. Grimace is getting emotional, you know? <laughs> so things are getting a little hectic, you know? There's trouble on the horizon. The Chinese food's getting a little lukewarm. Uh, you know, they've been kind of hassling over this fucking, you know, tobacco and the blunt thing for a little bit too long. But they, they finish it. They, they put their fucking team efforts together. They finished up this big old gunkaroonie. And then they fucking spark it, dude. And Smallman fucking spark it and light it. 
and take the fucking fattest goddamn drag you've ever seen. <laughs> and Smallman has lungs of a big man. And he fucking <laughs> inhales the whole goddamn thing in one fucking puff, dude. Just fucking tip to bone, baby. And fucking just pulls up on Grimace, put his mouth right over his mouth, and fucking blow it all into his throat. Just fucking, it yeah, him. just sexy shotgun style. His big but hairy lips. Grimace puckers and go back and he go, Oh, <laughs> and he look at Smallman, very confused. Then what? <laughs> he look at Smallman. Smallman's now in full one-piece bathing suit. Smallman thought it was lingerie. He didn't know how to be sexy. And Grandma's fucking just exhales. <laughs> fucking blows all the Chinese food off the table. All the fucking, the one gram left. They had a fucking granddaddy slurple purple. Fucking falls on the floor. And fucking fork from the Chinese food hit Smallman right in the eye, puckered his <laughs> eyeball. <laughs> and right as it hit him, Smallman was just starting to gyrate, so he'd be at a good angle, like good lighting, so Grimace get horny for his small body. Okay. <laughs> Smallman's forty years old. I should I should mention just because he's small, <laughs> and he got the body of a man. He's a man in every way. <laughs> he's a man in every way imaginable. <laughs> Physically and mentally and uh, psychologically. And, and fucking fork hit him in the eye and Smallman's like, forget it, you ruined it. I feel, I feel hideous. And he runs out of the room. I feel so ugly. He runs out of the room. And he goes and he fucking shuts, he slams the bathroom door. And Grimace fucking, he's still exhaling. Fucking huge rip. Because Smallman had tripled the lung size of even the big lug himself. And fucking, right as he, whatever, Grimace stopped exhaling. And he looks around. He's like, where's Smallman? He's <laughs> like, burr-burr-burr. He's like, where, which means, where's Smallman? That, man, that small little baby hit didn't even wet my whistle, baby. I'm fucking going to have to get a little bit more torched up. And he says, before that, I'm going to have some fucking Chinese food. So he'd take all the bags, smush them up into one big ball, open his throat like Shaggy, shove it all down. <laughs> and go And then he burps out fucking fire because it was spicy Muay Thai. Muay Thai. <laughs> it was spicy karate chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> spicy Taekwondo chicken. And Grimace is like, oh, man, before I go pick up for my fucking dealer. And it's the dealer from fucking Pineapple Express. It's fucking James Franco, bro. And he's funny as shit. And also, Red is there, too, Dana McBride. So it's going to be funny when Grimace gets there. Trust us. <laughs> and Grimace like, before that, I got to use the bathroom. So he burst open the bathroom door so fast, uh, it fucking smushed Smallman against the wall. <laughs> and he just ends up looking like a fathead. Like a, <laughs> like a big sticker of Brian Urlacher from the Fathead commercials. <laughs> he's just stuck there. He's basically a piece of wallpaper. Grimma shit for like an hour. <laughs> shit out all the fucking Muay Thai. And then he fucking pages red from fucking Pineapple Express. And Grimma's fucking right on top of a taxi cab all the way there. Like fucking the Green Goblin. And he get there and he open up and Red's doing the thing where he's bouncing the ball about a scholarship. And Grimace is like, like which is like, this is funny or whatever. And Grimma, <laughs> this guy's pretty funny, man. And Grimace just slapped the fucking exercise ball, it pop up, hit red in the nose, break his nose, go into his brain, shatter his brain stem, kill him instantly. <laughs> and then what happened, Pierce? 
fucking grimace fucking ragtags the whole joint, dude. He grabs all the weed. He fucking just crushes James Franco's throat, dude. Just fucking predator style, just rips it out. Just fucking wake and bake and take, baby. Steal all the weed. He take it all, double murder. He wa- No fucking games, dude. He fucking torches it in gasoline and just fucking leaves. Burn all the evidence. He fucking moseys his way back to the apartment. And he's so fucking torched, dude. He doesn't even know that it's not even his apartment, dude. It's Smallman's. And uh, Smallman is just fucking... I mean, he he died, you know? <laughs> Let's be honest. He's, he's, he smushed him so hard, it flattened his body, kill him instantly. And uh, Smallman just kind of slowly decaying at, you know... And what you don't know about hobbies is they decay at a rapid rate. So he's already, you know, he's starting to mummify. He's stuck on the wall. But the thing is, so if you imagine the bathroom door open, it open and it open all the way against the wall. That's where Smallman is. (laughs) Since it was closed in the first place, it swing open and squish him on the door, right? On back of the door. But Grimace is a shit with the door open kind of guy. Yeah. So he never closed the door ever again. Fumigate. Smallman just fucking mummify back there <laughs> behind the door. And Grimace just lives in the house. Completely forgets about Smallman. He rot there. He'd die all by himself and alone. Feeling self-conscious. <laughs> unwanted. <laughs> and Grimace just smoke up a fucking pound of that weed he stole and murdered all those people for. And he fucking says, you know what? I'm sick. I'm sick of Manhattan. I'm sick of this New York lifestyle. Back to the country, baby. And he fucking just flies out of the window, dude, and lands in Missouri. And there he starts a small arms operation, selling fucking guns to the Dixie Mafia. But here's the side catch. The head of the Dixie Mafia is Smallman's brother. (laughs) (laughs) And he hasn't seen his brother in months. And he knows that he was with Grimace last because he fucking triangulated both of their cell phones because he had a sketchy feeling about Grimace when he arrived out of nowhere. He got the feeling he was running from something, but he didn't know what. What next? (laughs) Wise guy Smallman's... (laughs) Starts letting Grimace more and more into his inner circle, giving him more and more trust. He sell a gun, wise guy Smallman give him a pat on the back. He sell three gun, wise guy Smallman give him a hug and a kiss. He sell 20 gun, he give him a big cannoli. Fucking make him happy. Make him feel like he trusted. He give him a big box of gun. Kind of like the stuff they give to the band kids in high school with chocolate bars. He says sell them all for a dollar. Raise money for the Dixie Moffis. Grimace does. He come back with $100. <laughs> Bad business plan, frankly. They lost a bunch. And now wise guy Smallman gets to pretend that he mad about it. So he has a reason to punch Grimace. And he fucking say, Hey, man, what the fuck was your money, man? Grimace doesn't like his tone, so he smush him like a pancake. <laughs> Battles over that quick. Quick as it started. <laughs> Anybody smaller than 12 feet besides Dunbar ain't no challenge for the thick pancake fucking big steel skillet hands of Grimby fucking smush him brain everywhere and fucking wise guy Smallman's last word is like fucking 
Should have had a V8, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then it pans out. It's all been a big V8 commercial. <laughs> and the whole staff's crying, dude, because that wasn't supposed to. <laughs> that was, it was not supposed to end like that. Wise Guy Smallman was played by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> An American treasure, dead for good. No coming back. It's not Hollywood magic. His bones are shattered. <laughs> He reduced to a puddle of human scum. <clears throat> and Grimace just walk off set. He'd grab a towel, towel himself off, specifically under the taint. He slapped the director in the face, rip <laughs> up his paycheck, fly back to Manhattan, maybe. <laughs> that everybody, that's it, maybe. <laughs> maybe. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did it big this time. Oh, for sure. Uh... I don't know, man. Big riffs, small riffs, good times all together. What are you going to do about it? Mm, not going to touch me with it, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Everybody stay out of my way, man, from now on, man. Meh. All right. Birdie! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>